Yes, folks, it's Thursday. It's 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm Fred McMurray, which means this must be. Well, ah, there we go. I'm Fred McMurray, as I said. You can see behind me the beautiful uh, Shell Beach background. That's the sun blotting out the sky. Um, And now let's bring in our co-host on this. uh, (laughs) uh, You got to clap it out. No, I'm just saying our co-host on this Christmas Eve day, my friend, my co-host, one of our million-dollar-plus franchisee mentors, uh-huh. Kristen Shell Mezzi. Very close. Yeah, Very buddy. close. I'll give you a pass on that. So uh, today, here in Chicago, as we get the weather section going, um, it is miserable. We went from 57 yesterday to uh, 18 degrees today, freezing cold. Um, not good snow, but some snow. So, um, how about you, Fred? I mean, we can kind of see. So for me, it's actually sunny. It's, it's, it's been starting out the mornings as low as third in 32, 34, low thirties. Um, and with the blood thinners, um, it makes me wear a double hoodie. Um, (laughs) You need me to send you some snow pants? No, no, no. I'm I, I I'm always in blue jeans and and a single or double hoodie unless it gets warm. And a mask. Um, yes. See, <laughs> what I find is the fact that it actually keeps my neck warmer and therefore me warmer because of the blood thinners, and the fact that it does this way defeat facial recognition. And add in the fact that I can be sticking my tongue out at somebody. In other words, giving them the tongue equivalent of the middle finger. And no one can tell. The issue I have is neither can my phone. And so my phone doesn't recognize me. So, anyways, let's get on with the show. So, today we have a very special guest. His name is Vito Maza. Did I do that right, Vito? Perfect. And just like a server, I caught you while you were drinking. And Vito is with Kinnum Company, right? And he is a cash flow specialist. And tell us about the weather there in Joyzee. Well, first of all, thank you very much. It's my honor to be with you and Fred tonight. I'm going to say that nobody in New Jersey says Joyzy. <laughs> Only people from California and Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Yes. That's how my uncles used to say it. Hey, you from Illinois? Yeah. Right. Uh, the weather here today was uh, really sort of interesting. There was a lot of snow on the ground last night when we went to bed. We had 10 inches earlier in the week. And then it rained and got a little warmer, so most of the snow is gone, and it's just been a, sort of an overcast day. But it okay. is Eve, so the weather doesn't really matter. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's get right down to it. So I was looking okay. at your um, information today, and Fred, first of all, let me just uh, say to the audience that I'm flying solo with Fred on the wing today. Um, because my partner in crime, Ray, went out and got married last weekend. Yep, so he's somewhere hopefully fabulous on his honeymoon. And uh, so Vito and I are hanging out on this Christmas Eve, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about cash flow, which whether you own Wait, a business. Time out, time out, time out. With respect to uh, Ray's nuptials, uh, because oh, – yeah. There were people that weren't able to see it beforehand. We've uh, we've actually uh, posted 
his entire video without any edits by me. Um, we'll get my version done. Um, but on the Pillars of Franchising YouTube channel. So if you want to watch them, nuptials, you uh, should. And if you, um, as somebody who's, who's uh, gone through what he's gone through, it, it, it did touch my heart and made me a bit uh, misty-eyed. So, yeah. Yeah. It was a very was sweet beautiful. ceremony. Yeah, it really was. So, so now, okay, now, now we can go from pillars of pillar. Um, <laughs> go for it. Okay, now we're going to get going. So Vito is the cash flow king we're going to call you today. And so whether you own a business, right, you're thinking about owning a business, or really, I mean, it's kind of a fundamental of life to want to maximize cash flows, right, would you say? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, so I see that you're a speaker, a reader, a trainer, an MC, a host, a voiceover uh, person. And the best is that people always are watching to see if you're going to break out in song. <laughs> yeah. That was in one of your reviews. Well, that's uh, very kind. Uh, and I've actually been <laughs> singing on a few Zoom networking meetings this week and last so uh maybe later let's okay, see how good. we goes <laughs> you can take us out with a christmas song how's that okay, Very okay good. Great. so why don't you tell us a little bit about um your business and the type of services that you offer to um small businesses franchises yes i can do that and i appreciate this opportunity very much uh I, I want to start with how I got involved in this business, Kristen, because I think it uh, it's important for people to understand each other's stories, you know? Yes. And, and so I'm a high school English teacher by vocation and uh, graduated from college and got married in the same month, which proved I didn't learn very much in college. <laughs> but I am, I am still married all these my wife is from Illinois, as a matter of fact, down near Carbondale in Christopher, Illinois. Okay. Right off 57 down there near Benton, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And so we got married out there, came back to New Jersey, and my wife is a special ed teacher, and I was an English teacher, and she answered an ad for summer work. So I walked her to the office for this interview, and it was her and three other teachers and the gentleman was talking about selling the World Book Encyclopedia for the summer. Now, I'm the oldest of four kids. Whenever there was a question, my father would say, Vito, go get the books. Go get the books, you know. Uh -huh. We didn't have a nice, like, World Book. We had a junkie set of books. But I was in that habit. So I fell in love with the World Book. Uh, at the end of the interview, he said, this is our last opportunity for training this summer. If you want to be trained and work with us, you need to, you know, take the training class at 10 o'clock today. It was about 940 at this time. And I said, can I try this? Hello, can I try this? He said, sure. Are you a teacher? I said, yes, I am. He said, good, you can try it. And I stayed for over 28 years. Wow. I fell in love with that product and the early childhood, the child craft. And I, I just loved those materials and I loved my life. And then this thing in the sky, you, you know that thing, that internet thing? <laughs> uh, yeah. That changed my world. So at the end, World Book took 12 of the top managers in the company and offered us distributorships. And I was one of those fortunate ones. And I started my own business called Parental Partners. And I would buy the product from World Book. I would pay you a commission, Kristen, and then... I'd pay UPS to ship the products, and then I'd go get scalped by the finance company. Oh, that FICO score is a little low over there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'll give you 70 cents on the dollar. And then about that time, the deposit check would bounce. Oh. So, you know, I'm Vito Mazza from Jersey City, New Jersey. Do you understand what that you means? You got a guy, right? Hey, forget about it, all right? 
And so the bounce check would come, and my wife would say, so, Vito from Jersey City, what are you going to do about this check? Yeah. That's what I said, Christy. I said, oh, honey, I know these people love their children, and they bought World Book educational products. I know they're going to make good on it. Right. Because who wouldn't? Well, a lot of them didn't. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say this happened every time, but it happened enough so that it was a real pain because you know what happens. The bank rips that money out of your checking account. Oh, and yeah. And you're going to pay somebody a commission or buy a new product, and that cash you were counting on is gone. Yes, so, it becomes a house of cards, right? Oh, it's terrible. And, and, yeah. and that's what people don't get. Um, it has to be a process. You know, we have to have a system for this cash flow thing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I closed that business after a while because, you know, the, the world just changed so dramatically. And I was looking to replace the love of my life in business, the world book opportunity. I tried a few different things, but nothing ever satisfied me. You know, the feeling of contributing to society and being paid what you think you're worth, that's a hell of a combination. So I go into a blind interview one afternoon, and the guy says, yeah, what we do is we help business owners with slow-paying accounts, no-paying accounts, bounce checks, and credit card chargebacks, and we do it for about $14 per debtor. I said, could you say that again? Yeah. Slow-pay, no-pay, bounce checks, stop. That's it. You go after bounce checks for $14? Yeah, I need to write that down because my bank fees are more than that. Absolutely. So I said, are you kidding? He said, no, that's what we do. I said, where were you when I had my business? <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. When did you have your business? I said, oh, two years ago. So <laughs> at any rate, point was that I thought, oh, my goodness, if I had known about this, I would have jumped on it right. because I don't know about you, but I believe Kristen, you didn't go into your business to go after bad debts. No, That's the I, favorite yeah. part anybody has in their business. And, and guess what? Your team, it's their least favorite part too. Yeah, okay? absolutely. Yeah. So, well, and no, nobody wants to make that call, right? Nobody well, wants to call to yeah. say I'm really sorry but your credit card didn't go through and then the then the person who has the bad credit card the bounce check they yell at, at you like you're the moron what? and I'm like wait a minute I, I, I mean th- this is not my problem it's become my problem but this is clearly your problem so exactly. yeah and I think you know one of the p- points that you had made in here I was reading through your stuff is that a lot of people when you open a business don't think about this, and I didn't either, right out of the gate. Like, if we have uncollectible debt, what are we going to do with it? Right. Well, I've been to front doors before, right? I've called them up before. Illinois has a law about theft of services, and my business is a service business, so we've had some success with that. But how many times does a business owner want to go down to the police department and right. file a complaint about well, somebody who's bound? You and you know what else is about uh, that that aspect of doing it that way, Kristen? And again, what we do at Kinnam is a lot more than just collections. Yes. Okay, so I want to explain it this way. My business at Warbook was a relationship business. My business was based on referrals. So I didn't want to be harassing anybody for anything. Right. I wanted people to be able to say yes and then say, go see my brother, go see my sister, my neighbor, my aunt, mm-hmm. whatever. That's your business. That's your Perfect. model, right? Referrals. Yes. Absolutely. And so, and, and so that is something that, yeah, you can, you can take advantage of the law in Illinois about theft of service. Is there a cost to, to do that for you? No. no. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so again, now, you don't want to do that first, right? That's not your first choice. That that's that's well, the end last resort. Well, where you know a bounce check on top of a bounce check, a fake credit card. I mean, there's like well, crazy credit cards. You know, that's a little bit different. That's fraud. 
mm-hmm. but, but a, a credit card that has insufficient funds or, you know, whatever. But, but the right. point I'm, I'm sharing is that when we're thinking about our relationships with our clients and we are in a referral business, and I believe really every business is a referral business yep. because it's yep. all Anymore, about, sure. right? It's all about relationships. So if I have a way that you can reach these people with great diplomacy and you can do it at a controlled cost of 15 bucks on average, then that's something that you need to consider at least in your business because it's all about systems. Now, I'm not a franchisee. I've never been a franchisee, but I, as a distributor for World Book, you know, I understand that the relationships are important and I want to build my business as big as I can get it. Absolutely. I'm going to do everything I can to help people feel comfortable, pay their bills. The other thing is this. You happen to be in, I think, sort of a competitive business where there are lots of independent people, not so much other, you know, great companies like Molly Mae necessarily, but there's a lot of independent people who do uh, home cleaning and that kind of thing. Uh So your competition is if you, uh, you offend somebody, or you send somebody to, to the state, yep. you know they're going to be talking more quickly about that oh, yeah. than they are when they say, oh, my God, that Molly Maid's unbelievable. Right. You know, they're going to tell more negative stories than positive stories. Yep, absolutely. So here's, here's the premise at Kinnam. First of all, the name Kinnam is a made-up name. It means kin, family, mm-hmm. numb, numbers. Family before numbers, people before profit. So we are dealing with the complete customer, not just the one that owes you money and you now are so angry, you call us. You Mm -hmm. know, I I was joking with somebody this morning. I said, so it's just this one account. She called me and she said, I got this guy. You know, and I said, just that one. Oh, she says, I have others, but this is the one. <laughs> so I say, can I have his address? I want to send him a thank you card because that got you to call me. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. So, but this is a system. It's not a one-off. It's not cheap collections. Right. It's a system. And, and the thing that makes the biggest difference without any exception is the age of the debt. Awesome. On on that note, I want you to pause for a moment because we have to go to a break. But when we come back, I want you to finish that thought. And I want you to think about the various perhaps franchisors that you've worked with, if any, because that seems like a a great place to go here on uh, Pillars of Franchising. So with that, we're going to take you to a quick break. break, And Fred, you want to go ahead and cue it up? You got it, ma'am. So uh, for one of the last couple of the Second to the last show, we want to thank uh, Feedspot for uh, listing us this year uh, as one of the top 20 franchise podcasts you must follow in 2020. We've had an amazingly wonderful year, even in a pandemic, and uh, because of the aforementioned million-dollar-plus franchisee mentor program uh, that's already kicked off, uh, 2021 looks to be another fun profitable, engaging year in franchise live streaming. And now a word from a sponsor. Hey, franchise owners. How is your local marketing? Do you feel like you could use some help keeping up with your social media posts and comments and reviews? Do you wonder if you could be doing more to attract local customers? Are you able to identify new movements to your local area? At Westvine, we help franchisees like you reach more local customers through digital marketing. With daily monitoring, creative content, and ad placement, and customer data intelligence, we'll get your business in front of the people who want your products or services. We also work with franchisors who need an agency to handle the digital marketing for all of their locations. 
If you're ready to reach more local customers, give us a call at 805-265-5440 or visit us at westvine.com. That's 805-265-5440 or westvine with a y.com. And we're back. Uh, one thing, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, Ron Riley and uh, his sidekick, Andrea, for uh, their launching show in January, um, the Best Coast Business Toast, 3.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, Looks like the second and fourth Tuesdays. It was fun interviewing them earlier this week. Um, and that looks to be a another fun show, which will get even more fun with graphics and sound. <laughs> I love this stuff. You got to have the hat. <laughs> um, s- since Are you going to have the hat? I'm, I won't be seen or heard. I'm just producing the show um, and okay. live streaming it. Um, but... It was fun being, um, I did, uh, you know, the intro interview um, as a community voice chat, and it was real fun. They're going to look at the good stuff that's happening and trying to lift people up and uh, talk about the uh, stand-up folks in the business community, um, trying to make things better, so... They'll be fun. We'll have to put that on the calendar. Yeah. So you had a question back. Yes, yes. So, so I'll let you decide which one you, where you want to go with this first, Vito. Even though I'm the co-host here or the host today, um, do you want to start with your um, success and experience with franchisers, or do we want to start to talk about the whole cash flow process? Well, it, I, you got a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I just wanted to complete that thought about uh, the secret here. The secret is early diplomatic party intervention. And let's talk about a couple of things, Kristen, so that we set the stage and then we can go any way you want to go. Sure. What, what is so valuable for us to understand is that if you talk to a business owner and you say, do you ever use any help getting paid? Mm-hmm. Now, during the pandemic, I'm proud to say that we are 25% up for the year. And what's interesting about it is that we had a lot of our clients, particularly some of our franchises, the gyms, for example, mm-hmm. who said, stop, we're closed. Don't contact anybody anyway. Okay. Then we had medical practices, uh, some with several offices, urgent care centers, you know, that kind of thing. And they have small balances. They need to get paid because their PPE costs were going through the roof. So they yeah. said, hey, you've got to continue. So we did. And the secret is early diplomatic intervention in a way that is a fixed cost for the owner of the business. Sure. So, For example, you would never send that big account you had, uh, Kristen, that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say that you have a $1,000 account or a $2,000 account. You're not going to send them to a contingency agency at 60 days or 90 days. Because you are an optimist. You are an franchise owner. You expect the best of people. Right. So you wait. And when people wait six months to a year, the chance of getting paid goes down every day. In fact, the depreciation from day 90 to 180 is a half a point a day on your receivables. Wow. So 90 days is a great time. 60 days is better. We have some people in different industries that actually use us at 30 days. Uh So, you know, it's very flexible and you're in charge. So owners like that. 
Well, I uh, think that um, that that's a really good point to bring up. And as we are winding up the year, right, we, we started talking beforehand. Um, right now, not all businesses have had a good year. But on the books, you've got some receivables sitting there exactly. waiting to come in. And that's, I, I know I just had that conversation with my girls today. I said, hey, next week you guys come in. We need to start calling on some of these receivables. And nobody wants to do it at this time of the year, right? right? We all know, but we're a business, right? And so. And Chris, did you hit on something that's really, really important? And I've discussed this an awful lot through this year. So look, the pandemic has been terrible. There's no question about it, right? And people, maybe you rearranged your sock drawer. Maybe you cleaned out the garage like we did in my house. But the people that owe money, they have been wanting to get their life organized too. Mm-hmm. And that's why when they've been contacted through this year, they have responded because we're treating them even more diplomatically than we normally had in the past. Sure. So I wanted to ask you, do you know what your Google five-star review is for your office, for your my, company? My overall Google score right now is 4.8 the last time I checked. Is that good? It's very good, I think, yeah. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> And guess what? Ours is 4.8 at Kinnam. Nice. For collection agency. Yeah, and really nobody likes you guys, right? Exactly, <laughs> but I do. I like those. <laughs> and I like you too. Uh, but that, that's but cool. it, it, what's fascinating, if you go to the site, Kinnam Inc. in Virginia Beach, Virginia, that's our headquarters, mm-hmm. you will see reviews, five-star reviews from people that we're talking about the collectors. Yes. Not our flat fee service, but our contingency service. Uh-huh. So I, I should mention this quickly. So we've got four pieces to what we do. And this is uh, related to how we work with the franchises. Okay, because some franchises like step one, which is not collections, but it's using our automation to reach out up to five times to your distracted clients, the ones who just need a reminder. Right. So we have two automated calls and three letters coming from you at Molly Maids going to the client, but nobody in your office has to lick an envelope. It's all automated. And on the phone calls, if they press a button, the phone rings in your office. So this is a big deal. Okay. And people will say, look, how do you use that? Well, Uh, You give them 30 days to pay. At day 35, if they haven't paid, plug into the system, get it started. They'll get a phone call in a few days or Mm -hmm. two days if you enter. And then we start the process. Now, the second part of our flat fee program is actually collections. And that would be up to five legal demands from a collection agency. Kinnis, the collection agency. But here's the difference. If you've ever used a collection agency before, you know that once you turn the account over to them, it's an assignment of debt. You're not supposed to talk to those people anymore about the money. Not true in our step two. You're in full control. So when the voucher goes out to the client, and if they owe you for a few statements, Kristen, we actually mm-hmm. list every every statement on our demand letter, our mm-hmm. demand, right? and then they know exactly what they owe, and your address with an envelope, you're on the voucher, and you get an envelope that they can put it in there and send you the money. That's awesome. So that is a big deal. Or if they say, hey, I don't understand this, right. and then you can negotiate over the phone. You know, they might say, oh, my God, Krista, we've been clients for a long time. What, what's this? Oh, you know what? We've got this new system in, in-house. And right. that goes over whatever number of days, however you pick, they get those demands. But don't worry. I can take care of it immediately. Right. Just give me your credit card number, and I'll take care of it right now. And right. so it gives you such leverage. That's the power 
of the it's the leverage okay yeah so well, and that's so now those people the first ones are distracted the second group are more disrespectful right so they know they owe you the money but mm, they're not they're not easily budging right so step three Kristen, and you may have met some people like this we call them professional debtors <laughs> they didn't yes. pay from the time they, you know, the first phone call to you, they knew they were going to take advantage. Oh, yeah. So those people, we have professional collectors. And those are the folks that are getting the five-star reviews on the Google uh, site. Now, awesome. some people are really, you know, intransigent. And for those people, what the collector will do, if they can't get anywhere, they'll do an asset search online. Mm -hmm. And if they have assets, they find assets, they will come to you and say, listen, we found assets in this uh, on this person. And we recommend that you, uh, you know, use one of our attorneys or your own attorney, however you want to do it. But we have professional collection attorneys around the country who will you hit a button on your, by the way, you get this beautiful portal to, you know, fill in the information. Mm -hmm. So it's a very simple system but it's complete it goes from a reminder to attorneys and uh people love it they love the site they love the results and they love me and uh -huh. they love people like me at the company because we are we're, we're you know you would think a guy from jersey city named Vito would be perfect for this <laughs> not it at all well, I don't um, want to be stereotypical, but I did say, oh, what, is he got a guy? Like, I got this guy. His name is Vito. I got a guy, right? Everyone in Chicago. I have a, Kristen, I have a doctor here in New Jersey that has five offices for his urgent care center. Mm -hmm. And he said this very often when I've met him at medical conventions, and he's talking to somebody, and he says, I love saying this. This is my guy Vito in collection from Jersey. <laughs> Everybody so, wants a guy. <laughs> yeah, but I, the truth is, I'm a coward. I don't do any collecting. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. You got you got the personality of the of the guy who sells, you know, so, out front. You're the good face of the company. Well, thank so you. So let me thank ask you. So a lot of people that listen to our show are contemplating, and we've got a couple of people that um, are in the process with us right now of buying franchises. What would you recommend to somebody starting out a business um, in terms of just overall cash flow? Do you have one or two things that you would say these are, you know, well, mission critical? To I, actually, set up? I actually have a, uh, a sheet, uh, and I do a talk on 10 tips to improving cash flow. Okay. Um, I'll have that to Fred so that he could put it in the notes for the, in fact, I think you received that originally, the 10 tips yes. to improving cash flow. Yes. Uh, That's why I always let's take notes about, here. <laughs> let's talk about the franchises. Okay. So yep. um, we, I, I do work with a, a number of Orange Theory Fitness franchises. There are a lot of, uh, you know, gym franchises across the country. They're not my clients, but other other consultants have those clients. Paul Davis, that's a restoration company. You know, so right. what they like, what our franchisees like about our system is that it's a system. It's like right. their whole business. Your mm -hmm. whole advantage in a franchise is the system. Absolutely. It, you know, it's not even the service or the product or the industry. It's first, we got a system. Right. Now let's share, you know, this wonderful product or this wonderful service. So, so have you had the opportunity? Now you talk about having multiple orange theories for an example, right? Yep. Have you had an opportunity to meet with their franchise or so that you can become part of the platform, the business, the process when somebody buys? Because that to me just would be like a complete shoe in. Well, <laughs> I love the way you think, Kristen. As a matter of fact, the first franchisee that I had uh, the pleasure of serving, I said to him, when is your national meeting? Because my goal is to become the national preferred vendor for Orange Theory Fitness. Right, yeah. And so we're working on that and have been. And I wanted to talk to you about Molly Made too. Yeah. 
Well, we're bigger than that. We got the whole neighborly brand, right? I saw that. Yeah. I, we got to get part. We got to become part of Neighborly. I saw that, um, and I think it's a. I, you know what? I've been in this business eighteen years. I never heard of that. Wait a second. Wait a second. Time out here, folks. Go back to answering the bleeping question. Crime and donkey. Remember, other people are only watching here. So let's. I want answers. This is pillars of franchising, and it's hard without Ray. So yeah, take well, I, I think back. he was getting there. So are I you now it. on a preferred provider list or preferred vendor list for Orange Theory? Well, there's a large group here in the New York metropolitan area, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Right. And I have several of those. So that's okay. regional. That's regional. But our right. goal is to do a national thing. So Yeah, uh, I think that's awesome. Like for example, in the medical world, we are, I, I personally work very closely with the National Association of Occupational Health Professionals. Mm-hmm. We are preferred vendors. Uh, okay. We work with the East Regional Urgent Care Association. We're a preferred vendor there. So when we're a preferred vendor, what that means, Kristen, is that we offer special pricing. We can get the price down a little bit for the, you know, for the group. Sure. And we 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 tailor our approach to that particular franchise. I'm sorry, it's Christmas Eve. My dogs bark. I apologize. Oh, it's okay. Uh, do they know jingle bells? <laughs> all they know is barking bells. That's all they know. All right. The alarm bell. But but you asked a question about the franchises. So the four steps: franchises are building relationships. They don't want to be harassing people, but they want to protect their team. Your ladies next week, when they come in, are not going to really be, you know, thrilled to death to make those phone calls. However, if you had the system in place and you were able to say, okay, look, these people at 35, 45 days, 60 days, whatever you pick. Right. Let's, let's look, we're going we're gonna to send them a statement or two. We're going to try a call or two, and then we're going to let the professionals handle it. And this is the you made earlier. I have to go back to this. During COVID, there was a Gallup poll survey in April that said, what are you going to do with the 1200 bucks? 35% of the people said they were going to pay bills. 25% said they were going to save it or invest it. So, you, you remember everybody talking about this new word, liquidity? Yep. And what they meant was, what the hell is the government going to give my business? That's this right. was the coolest thing I have ever seen. That you had it right. The liquidity is sitting in their accounts receivable. And yep. they don't have the wherewithal personally. They don't want to do it. They don't want the people to feel like they're not sensitive. And right. we have an answer for that. Well, and I think that's the the one thing um, I brought up to you because we had a few moments to chat before the show. I wish I had had a service like yours set up on day one of my franchise because exactly to your point, the reason people buy franchises is for the system. And unfortunately, I've not found in all the franchises that we've researched anybody that that's a part of it and and but that's yet that's the livelihood that's the bloodline for the business owner to keep operating and so um you know i think everybody kind of knows that at the end of the year they're going to get a big push of collection calls right because everybody's doing the same thing that that i'm doing and in a year like this you know it's it's very difficult my question to you sensitivity kristen is is really the advantage that we have because we have protocols in place because yeah. of our years of experience doing this. Yep, absolutely. Let's take a quick break and then I want to come back and talk some more about um, my, my question to you is what kind of business would you not buy based on the amount of collections it takes to keep receivables low? And with that, Brad, take it away. 
The Franchise Woman is a bi-monthly digital magazine that empowers women as they navigate the franchising industry by providing relevant news, tools, advice, and inspiration. We are a resource for women who are seeking to own their own businesses, improve their existing businesses, find creative solutions, and take advantage of franchise opportunities. We feature women in the business who best exemplify our ideals and have something to teach our readers. In addition to our exclusive articles relating to the female entrepreneur, we also feature brands that are geared for women. Women have become the fastest growing sector in business ownership and have become a powerful, influenceable force fueling the economy. The Franchise Women will give you the news that is relevant to you to help you navigate the path of successful franchise ownership. By women, for women, and about women, we are the Franchise Women. Join us today at www.thefranchisewoman.com. And as an additional shout out, uh, the Franchise Woman sponsor the Coterie for Women events. And next week they've got one on um, Wednesday at, I don't know, 3, I think it's 3 p.m. Pacific. So that would put it 6 p.m. Eastern. But you can find the info on Facebook and um, LinkedIn. Should be fun. <sighs> and we're Vibra. back. Yay. Okay, so Vito, we left on our commercial break and wanted to come back and talk about which business you would not want to be in based on the amount of collections that you've seen have a negative impact on a particular business, a particular model. So what do you think that it would be? Well, I think, again, that uh, the system focus among franchises makes the franchise uh, those groups in franchises, they have an advantage. Your success rate in a new business is much higher than somebody who's not working in a franchise, right? I mean, uh, I don't know the exact number, but I know in my experience that uh, so many businesses fail in the first year, but franchises uh, do a lot better than the average business. So uh, a franchise would be a good thing. We, and again, we work on, I, I mean, we've got Massage Envy, um, we have elements. Who doesn't? All kinds of franchise. Oh, well, I thought So that's the thing, right? So a lot of our people are thinking, well, I want to get in my, the guy that we're dealing with right now. Sorry, my dogs are having a hard time here. Um, he's looking to go in maybe a service business. Well, then he's also talking about, well, maybe he could do some fast food or then Maybe I forget what his third was, Fred, you'll have to remind me. Oh, a fitness center, right? And so if you look at just those three particular platforms, which one is most likely to have a larger amount of outstanding debt? I wouldn't think fast food, right? Well, my, yeah, my experience, my experience, well, but fast food is usually cash. So the fitness centers, and and the model has changed over the years, Kristen. So some of these folks never send a paper bill or anything written. It's all email. It's all cell phone. It's right. all uh, direct debit every month. And they get yeah. these things called declines, right? And so if you have a system in place, you don't want your staff, again, I, I'm really focused on the teams within the franchise or within the companies. I believe that as a leader, because uh, I'm a leader, I'm not a manager, I'm looking to have, have the best of my teammates brought out by my behavior with them. And so if I know something is ugly for them, I don't want them to have to deal with that Right. Uh, you know, any more than they might have. Well, and so, I think that's, uh, that's I want to, I want to interject just for a moment because I think that's a really yeah. good point. I, when I look for girls who are going to work in my office and do customer service or sales, right. I choose them based on their skill sets of selling quiet, of selling and of their pleasant voice, the way they deal with customers, the way they overcome objections, not somebody who deals with conflict necessarily, 
it's a different skill set, I think, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yep, I, I, I you're, 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 we're on the same page. Uh, I, I just don't understand why people expect. You know, look, I go into some businesses and I say, well, what do you do when people owe money? Oh, well, we ask the receptionist to make some phone calls. I say, oh, wait, did you train her? D does anybody know how to make these collection calls here? Well, no, no, but she's got time. You know, she's right, slow in right. the afternoon. Let her make the phone. Man, you're driving people out of your business. They, they're not going to stay for that. And so what we bring to the table is, you know, not only the diplomacy and, and that, it's a system. And right. if you understand that the system will make the difference for you, just as it does in the running of a franchise, then I think you'll understand how we can be of service. Sure. And, sure. Uh, you know, some businesses are ugly, like right now, property managers. Oh, my God. They're having a really, really tough time. Because yeah. the laws in the states are about, you know, paying your rent and you can't evict and you can't do this and you can't do that. Uh, they're having a rough time. Mm -hmm. And so um, those kinds of businesses are very difficult. But service businesses where you have a 4.8 Google review, Ms. Kristen, <laughs> I mean, that is fantastic. And so people want to deal with companies that have good ratings from, outsiders you know they don't really care what we say about our company right, right. when they go online and they look at that review and they see that it's somebody in their neighborhood or somebody from the community not the ownership right that is the in fact i uh, shared this with our team at kinem i saw a uh, like a, a a pie chart but it was in a graph really of okay. one of the most effective referrals and it's testimonial from a non-related person, not a customer, yep. you know, not, where you say, hey, talk to my customer. They'll tell you how awesome I am. Right. No, in, no. in my pre-selected list. <laughs> that's right. This person who goes online, and you know, the thing about Google, Kristen, if you, you can't ask people to do a review and offer them an incentive. That's right. If you do what Google finds out, they'll throw your butt off. Yep. But the, you can say to them, hey, I appreciate what you just said. Would you mind going to our site and putting that in writing? Uh, I'd love to do it. Yep, okay. absolutely. So, so that's people are looking for that kind of testimonial from unrelated people. You know, absolutely. customer's okay, but not your sister. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a really a great point. And I really... Um, would encourage anybody who's looking to do something like this to reach out to you. But we need okay. to kind of know how, oh, wait, I'm getting the signal. I forgot. Oh, I can't let you go yet, Vito. You have to go oh, okay. down. You have to go down the rabbit hole. Okay. Have you, I got my carrot. Yeah. I, hold on to your seat because, um, there, you just went upside down. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fred, you're too much. He is, isn't he? <laughs> he he's, yeah. he's quite a remarkable guy. <laughs> he is. <laughs> so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> so, as we sit ourselves down this rabbit hole, Recently in the news, um, for those of astronomy fans, is that there's be, been a uh, signal detected that is many, many, many more times uh, powerful than expected. And there's no known Earth traffic on that channel. So it's nowhere tracked nearby. And when they track it back, they actually track it back to, if I remember correctly, one of a planet orbiting um, one of the uh, uh, stars in Proxima Centauri or Alpha Centauri, 4.3 light years away. So oh. there could be 
intelligent life there or probably is. So my question is, is let's assume that there's already intelligent life there and beaming out traffic um, to Earth, which means the long-awaited alien invasion, takeover, whatever, is going to happen. Yes. So okay. how will Kinnam market their services <laughs> to those on the planets orbiting Alpha Centauri. I would say, hey, baby, we're out of this world. Our <laughs> results are freaking awesome. That's probably that one of the best answers. answers. I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm going to be interested to see how your um, Alpha Centauri Google reviews. Um. That will be interesting, Fred. That you know, you're right. I, I agree. I agree. All you right. know, one thing about Fred, Kristen, you can't no, argue no. with Fred. No, we, we have we have protocol here. We have protocol here. There's more. There's more, Kristen. You got the famous last question. Okay, Vito. So we want people to be able to contact you. We want people to be able to do business with you. Um, so we need to know how to contact you. Give us your four one one. Okie dokie. Uh, well, you can call me at 800-850-5110. Or you can go to kinnam.com forward slash Vito, V-I-T-O hyphen Mazza. Or you can go to the plain old Kinnam site and uh, look for me or ask for me. And uh, it would be my pleasure. And I appreciate this more than you know. Thank you. I Absolutely. Hope, I, hope you're, I hope you're happy with uh, Fred's selection, Kristen. I'm very happy. And it was time well spent on Christmas Eve. The only thing I could say I think I would change is I would change your number to 800-GET-VETO. <laughs> right? Now that if, is if I wise marketing advice now with that with that we wish everybody a season's greetings happy hanukkah merry christmas Christmas. feliz navidad peace and joy and blessings to you and all your family it's time for time for Fillers, 